Welcome to another podcast, another Hometime podcast, and we've got an absolute... I know I do say this quite a bit, we've got a beauty for you. <laughs> this time I really mean it. An action-packed show that covers a range of things from talking to taxi drivers, to Richie Firth accidentally calling it absolute 80s... To, to Hollywood superstars. To Hollywood superstars as yeah, well. Yeah. And Sarah Champion joining the British Transport Social Police. It's, it's a belter, we really shouldn't stand in the way of it any longer. Let's not stand in the way of this one iota longer. Here's the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Nearly the end of the working week. A little bit like the last ten minutes of a football match. Keep the ball, slow it down, see the game out, and if it's not working out for you, just go down with cramp. Suffering from quite a snub today, personally, Ooh. I am. Uh, been uh, with me dad today, who's had uh, an operation on his knee and is recuperating. That's him done for the Premier League season. Yeah, yeah he's out, he's out. He's out, he's he, out. He reckons he'll be fine for pre-season, which is good. Yes. Uh, but um, when I turned up at the uh, the clinic where he was having his little knee stuff done today, introduced mm. myself to the receptionist, got um, uh, directed upstairs... Sat with him. Danny goes for his operation. So I thought, oh, I've got time to go and uh, get a sausage and egg McMuffin, go and get some breakfast. Good for you to focus on your dad's health. <laughs> <and everything's laughs> right. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't want me sat around while he's having the operation, <laughs> would he? No, he wouldn't. So I left the clinic once again and walked past the same receptionist for now a second time and said, okay. I hope it's all right. I'm just popping out, actually, just to go and get some breakfast. I'll be back in ten minutes. Is that all right? Yes, sir, that's fine. I came back ten minutes later. Now for the third time, yeah. walking past the same receptionist. Walk Walked up, expecting to be ushered in. Hello, sir. How can I help? I'm like, um... This is definitely the same person. <laughs> I promise you, yeah. it was the same lady. And I, I, I was like, um, my, my dad, the knee up, uh, I, I, I came out about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Um, you said it was... I think this is a pretty memorable face. It, it's a fairly memorable and face, And I'd like it? to think it's an engaging personality that you might not forget. But if it was ten minutes previous... It's pretty bad, Surely. I mean, what a... Am I just overreacting? But I feel I, like this me, really hurt you. This it, it hurt did. You. It did. It was quite a snub. Did she go, yeah, oh, sorry, I remember you from earlier on. No, yeah. there was none of that. It was really? kind of like, oh, he's having an operation. OK, well, that's fine. You, you, if you know the room, he is off he go. Producer so, Dave, when we were in Margate the other day, said you had very strong facial features. I do have strong facial features. If you ever did a crime and there was an e-fit of you, you'd be caught within minutes. I would be caught straight away. My features would give me away, but it didn't get me back in that hospital, did it? Oh, man, you've been absolutely slighted by her. I've got my own back, though. Have you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about the retribution in a sec. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I may have had my face forgotten within five minutes of introducing myself to somebody twice. But I can cope with that because what I did manage to do a little bit later was I left him to recuperate, the old man in the hospital. I uh, I retuned the radio, the, uh, the main radio on the television at the foyer retuned it to Absolute Radio. Oh, fantastic. Which felt like, it felt quite an appropriate day to do it. Andy and I have had some good news today. Listening figures have come out for our, our debut here on Home Time and uh, we've we've smashed the million mark, which is great. Hey, so we're over the moon and we uh, want to hug all of you individually. We do really, really appreciate it as well. So yeah. thank you for everything. We thank listens. you for that, but the journey doesn't stop here. This is just the beginning. We have to keep going and I feel like I've done my bit just retuning that foyer radio this is to Absolute radio. Because this is a radio show that doesn't get the big bucks spent on it in terms of promotion or a marketing campaign, does it? When you say it doesn't get the big bucks spent on it, I don't think it gets the bucks spent on it. It doesn't get any bucks spent on it. So in many ways, this is a guerrilla war, this Very radio show. So. A show by the people, for the people. For the people, by the people. By the people. 
So, yeah. For the people. I guess retuning a radio in a doctor's surgery is a little bit of civil disobedience, a little, I don't know, a bent railway line in the uh, war behind enemy lines, isn't it? If it's it a is. partisan activity. It is. In many ways. And we ask you, if you feel that you enjoy it and you're in a position to do it as well, why not? Yeah, why not just retune a radio maybe in your local curries? I know they don't exist anymore, but do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Or maybe you dropped your car off for an MOT this morning and you heard a radio crackling away in the workshop. You're thinking, I can go and retune that while they're checking my solenoids or something. Exactly. <laughs> can be painful, can be quite painful. <laughs> maybe you've been given a hire car or you've rented a car for a yeah. bit. Retune the radio there, do the right thing. But do it and let us know and we'll salute you. 8, 12, 15 if you've done it or you're thinking about maybe doing it. And yeah, we'll have to try and think of like some kind of uh, bounty. Yeah. Uh, get in touch. Balaclavas. Like, balaclavas, we've done it before, <laughs> we can do it again. We've got REM on the way next. Recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. REM on Absolute Radio. That one requested by Jay Klopp from Merseyside. <laughs> Hey, so listen, we've had some good news today. Uh, our listening figures, we've got over a million listeners a week now on this show, yeah. which we're very chuffed about, and we love you all for listening, we appreciate it. But this is just the beginning. We're trying to, I guess, launching a bit of a guerrilla war, asking you guys to go out there and do as Richie did the other day, or actually earlier on today, yeah. in a hospital, and retune radios to Absolute Radio. It's the little steps, they all help, they all add up. Jose in a cafe right now, sat in the toilet, has just retuned the cafe toilet radio. Yes! Jose doesn't give his surname, I'm hoping it could be the one, but there we I love the fact they've got uh, a radio dedicated to the entire toilet. That's a nice thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just not very hygienic. It's just a bit extra. Yeah. Jack says, had to borrow my ex-husband's car over Christmas as mine went bang. I retuned every preset to Absolute Radio. There's a lot in that, if you think about it. Yeah. Borrowing the ex-husband's car yeah. is quite a concept. And I like the fact that we're part of something that's vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit yeah. of revenge. Let's go to the phone and say hello, Kim. Hello. Kim, uh, have you helped out in our guerrilla war to get radios retuned? What have you done? Um, I was a traffic officer in the Met Police for quite a while. So we used to seize quite a few cars for various offences. Um, and driving back to the pound could be quite a long time in traffic. So I would retune the radio and memorise all the stations, from sometimes one through to six. Wow. And I, 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 we're hoping that you've, you've retuned them to Absolute Radio. Is that right? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, good answer, good answer. Good answer, Great Kim. work. Hey, With... that, that must be amazing, though. You, so you get to, to, like, drive around in other people's cars. Have you have you ever kind of, like, had to drive back in, like, a really fancy sports car or anything? Yeah, I had a few nice sports cars, but at the same time, you also have some not very pleasant ones as well. So you, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it swings and roundabouts. Do you know what? Some people text in uh, to Absolute Radio. You know those people who eat their tea in their van? Yes, and they have yeah. like uh, they have like a buffet in on their lap with with like crumbs everywhere. So I imagine the footwells of some of these cars ain't great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, there's always this odd smell of rotten fish, which is you know, <laughs> not very nice. Hey, but at least they're happy. They're now uh, going around listening to Absolute <laughs> Radio, so we appreciate it. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Loving your text so far. Bush, we work in an accident repair centre near Heathrow and we've just retuned all 53 cars in the workshop to Absolute Radio. And that's from Nick and Kev. And they say, happy listening, a couple of mugs wouldn't go amiss. 
Uh, they talking to us or want some merch? Yeah, you've worked, yeah, I think we could send them a couple of mics, I maybe. We could, I think we could. Uh, Sarah says what you should do is go to the Listen Live page on the tester laptops or tablets in shops. Good advice. Love that. Uh, Dale on the phone in Stevenage. Dale, tell us what you've done. I think we're going to be impressed. Hello, mate. Yeah, it's, um, I was uh, doing some downloading on my taco grass in the, in the lorry and uh, I thought, well... I listen to Absolute Radio, so I thought, well, why don't everybody else? So I retuned all the radios in the fleet of lorries. Uh, what size is your fleet, Dale? That's a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> easy now. Uh, it's, uh, we've got 64 lorries. 64 yes. there and then. God bless the tachographs. And that's all uh, six stations. Uh, so they're all done now. So they're going to get in their lorries in the morning and... They're going to be blasting out absolute radio. Oh, we love you. Well, should we send him a mug I as well? I think he gets one as well. Dale, that's brilliant. Thank you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you ever make up games to keep other people entertained? I find that I end up making up games quite a bit to keep our eldest daughter entertained. Erin, she's nine. She um, gets distracted quite easily, gets bored very easily indeed. And as those years go by, those games get harder and harder to devise. Exactly, it gets tougher and tougher. How the hell can you compete with things like Fortnite or Minecraft or yeah. whatever if you're just working, working around physical stuff that's around you? Do you know what I mean? You're holding a glove. Well, let me paint the scene. School run this morning, very, very cold, running quite early as well. So we had a bit of time to kill when I was thinking, what am I going to do here? I, I've mucked up the timings and we're outside the school gates way before even the cleaners sorting some stuff out. So on the spot, I made up a game to keep her entertained. Uh, and I'm calling it the glove game. Right, <laughs> OK. So I use it's one not of my giving gloves. much away. Well, you, you take a glove. Yeah. And what you do is you put the glove on your hand, but then you fold one of your fingers back and you have to make the other person guess, the other person's got to guess, which finger doesn't have a finger in it. Oh, can we play now? Should we play a little game of it? That's so I'm putting the glove it. on now. If anyone else has played this at home, but just give it a little go. Maybe you've got gloves on at the moment. Just give it a little go. It's so good fun. You're, you're putting the glove on, but one of the fingers is not fully in, inserted. Properly inserted. Now, obviously, that's terminology which does sound a bit dodge, but if you've got a leather glove, you know what I mean? One of my fingers isn't fully inserted into one of the gloves. I'm going to put my hand in front of you now. Can you guess which I'm one it is? Take my headphones off and come around. Come and have a little look. Handheld aloft, Richie, running around the other side of the desk here. What do you reckon? <laughs> it's okay. tricky, isn't it? Which of those? I'm going to go this... Hey, you got it right. Well done. Yes. First time. Hey. So w what particular tactic were you using there for uh, trying to work out which was the finger that wasn't in the actual finger of the glove? I was looking for some limp leather. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got kicked out of Anne Summers. <laughs> so look, so do you think it's a good game? I love it. Erin, my daughter, was absolutely obsessed with it this morning. Genuinely, it, it was a runaway success. Does it work with all five fingers? Because, I mean, I, admittedly, it was the middle finger. Thumb, thumb's difficult, I'll be honest with you. You've got to tuck it right down, because people can see the thumb bent back. Right. But all the other ones, little finger works. That kind of, it's, you know, like you say, if you've forgotten to bring an electronic device with you on a long train journey, this is revolutionary. Yeah, I like it, I like it. I, I just want to put it out there to anyone, if you've made up a game to entertain other people, a game that's your creation, let us know about it, share the love, maybe just to entertain the kids or whatever. 8, 12, 15, we can tweet at Absolute Radio. Hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. 
Absolute Radio. Groovy Train from the farm closes today's no repeat guarantee here on Absolute 80s. It's home time with Bush and Richie. Uh, back underway tomorrow morning you at nine. Did I say 80s? You said Absolute 80s. Oh my goodness! It's one of them weeks, Richie. Absolute Aces is a fine station. It's a fine station, isn't and it? And I was only on it until four o'clock. You were, fair enough. It's, it's a fair quick play. switch. I don't even know what day of the week it is, mate, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> or what a lamb is. I hope you're looking down me eye. Yeah, hey, way, hey, hey. I'm still getting stick about that. I stand by it. Rightly so. I even spoke to Leona this morning about the fact that I didn't realise as well. This came out in the conversation last night that I always thought ponies were baby horses, but it's a different breed. Yeah. Unbelievable. The man who can have the genius of inventing the glove game. <laughs> yes. It's strange, isn't it? Do you ever make up games to entertain people? I made up the glove game this morning to entertain my nine-year-old daughter. Put a glove on, tuck one of your fingers back out again, so obviously one of the fingers is empty in the glove. The other person has to guess which one it is. Richie, have a little go again now. Okay. Oh, this one. Oh, oh. touched your finger. Real oh. fingering then. There's something slightly menacing about oh, real fingering glove. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, if you want to play online, if you maybe you missed it a bit earlier on, you can still play on our Facebook page right now a lot of people guessing and also let us know if you've invented a game that has entertained other people that's really creepy uh, car <laughs> snooker when I was in the army to pass time on vehicle checkpoints we used to decide on the car to check by playing snooker with cars so red one then a colour then a red one and the winner was who checked the black car from Phil loving your work some great stuff coming in we've got Blink 182 just around the corner Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> I'm really tired. I'm just putting that out there. Hey, it's fine. We'll get you a coffee. You'll be absolutely fine. No problem at all. Don't worry about it. Zombie is such an appropriate song on the Absolute <laughs> Radio 90s. Two down, one to go. Some Shed 7 on the way here on Hometime on Absolute Radio. So have you ever made up a game to keep other people entertained? We need you to tell us all about it. Uh, Kerry Lockhart has. Uh, is it hat or is it hair? Oh, my God, what a brilliant game. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the game. We don't have any details of how you play it, but that's the game. I like it. Hat or hair? Let's go to the phones. We've got Colin on the line. Colin, what game do you make up? When I'm in my car with my nine-year-old, I've got a CD of rap beats that uh, we put on and we make up raps to whatever we see on our journey. Oh, that's about... So you've got, like, a background drum beat type thing. Is that right? Yeah, it's... It's like an instrumental, yeah, drum beat. Uh, yeah, yeah, we just make up stuff. Oh my so. goodness! I mean, look, we don't we don't have rap music at our disposal right now. But how easy would it be for you to drop some rhyme with us right now? Uh, well, I could give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got so. the rap beats there in the car, Colin? I, I, do you know what? I don't have the CD on me today, no. Oh, so I could home. beatbox for you, Colin, right now, and you could give it a bit of a rhyme rap. Would you do that? Yeah, what about things I can see? Yeah, things okay. you can see right things now. Things you can see. Here's the drum beat. One, two, three, four. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> There's a white van. <clears throat> it's driven by a man. <clears throat> I expect he likes ham. <clears throat> That's his plan. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you just it. say, I expect he likes ham, that's his plan? <laughs> I'm not sure what's more questionable. My friend is beatboxing or you're rhyming. <laughs> but brilliant. Well done. Amazing. Colin, let's get an album uh, together. We'll be number one next year. Ideal. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. You know how on Fridays we do 80s versus 90s and you quite often lose representing the 90s? Not this week, though. Why don't you make some notes of some of the songs that we play in the Absolute Radio 90s that land well and think I should do some of these on a Friday? Are we really going here? just a thought. That's a a shot across my bows, mate. I have got my two songs lock and loaded. Yes, I look back on Living Colour last Friday and think it might have been a mistake. If you love your 90s, we have Absolute Radio 90s, which you can listen to through the Absolute Radio app, obviously. obviously. It's on digital radio. It's slightly moved where it is on your digital radio. But don't let that be a panic. Just hit the reskewn or uh, reskewn. That's... <laughs> I'd love it if there was a button that did that. Just just have a look. It reskewns your radio. Have yourself there a little reskewn. <laughs> Press it and it's all reskewn for you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Dave Berry, Breakfast Show, back tomorrow morning live from six. When you wake up, you would have heard Dave and the guys talking this morning about the Sinclair C5 Seafront race. The video went live today. You may well have seen the hometime takedown of the Breakfast Boys. Unfortunate, but they did invite us, so we went and won. It's how we do it. That's just how we how we work. We just turn up and we just try and win these things. You know, the, we're smash it out of the park. The awkward, unspoken uh, side of our trip to Margate was actually the trip to. Margate. Andy and I both uh, uh, headed down there in a taxi and both independently chatted afterwards saying how awkward we found our taxi driver patter I feel like my my taxi patter has just dried up. Do you know what I mean? I used to be one of those people that would have a good old chat with a cabbie and I just sat there in the back. I just... I couldn't muster any conversation. I didn't have anything to say. Do you know what I mean? And it's awkward because we're paid to talk. Paid to talk. But we couldn't talk to the cabbies. So I couldn't think of a single thing. What a, it's hard as well at that time of the day. Maybe if I was on the way home from a night out, I'd be a little bit more, yes, 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 I'm going to shoot off with a few things here. But thing is, Richie, this is what made me feel really bad. What were we doing? We were on our way to go and hang out with the breakfast guys in Margate, never been to Margate before. We were riding Sinclair C5s, never driven one of those before. Plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Just didn't have the patter. Yeah. So what we thought we might do, just, just to kind of collate all this information, because I know there are some people who are brilliant at talking to taxi drivers, and some people are a little bit more reticent about it, is should we just try and get all of the brilliant start-up conversation lines in one place so we can kind of see where we're at? Let's put together a top ten. Maybe a top ten. That worked good the other day, didn't mm. it? So, look, we're put a, compiling a top ten list, best intro conversation lines. What's your go-to line when you're chatting to a taxi driver? 8, 12, 15, let us know. We're compiling the ultimate list. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Here's the thing. Have you ever seen a band play a song for the first time? We watched Blur at the Lemon Grove, Exeter University, about 2,000 years ago, and they said, we're going to try a new song on you lot. It's the first time we ever played it live, and it was that, Girls and Boys. Oh, wow. What about that, huh? That's incredible. Anyone beat that, get in touch. Good luck. Home time on a Thursday with Bush and Richie. Hope you're doing all right. Trying to help you on those awkward cab journeys (laughs) by compiling the top ten cabbie conversation starters. 8, 12, 15. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Everyone's got a go-to starter. You use the same one every time you get in a taxi share it with the rest of the group Tonksy says who have you had in the back of your cab last week 
Yeah, that would work. It's quite time-specific, but yeah, if you have any famous people in, that will work. Uh, my go-to is always asking what car they're driving. Always turns into a lengthy chat. Don't know who that is from, but I agree with it. I did mm-hmm. ten minutes in my most, uh, my most recent journey uh, about uh, a Toyota Prius. They love chatting about it, don't they? <laughs> they do, they yeah. do. This guy just waxing lyrical about uh, fuel economy and such like. Uh, John, this is quite a weird one. I'm still yet to work this out in my head. It says, hi, guys. I always start a cab conversation with, I got married at a donkey sanctuary. Google Donkey Sanctuary Wedding and you can watch it. Uh, then they ask, do you like donkeys? And then I explain to them, no, my wife is animal mad. That's all he says. That's the weirdest text we've ever had on this show. It is. I guess if you deconstruct it, obviously the cabbie can't Google Donkey Sanctuary Weddings whilst he's driving. True. So then, <laughs> Why is he saying it then? <laughs> when you get out, before cabbie pulls away, <laughs> Google's Donkey Sanctuary Wedding, realise that was a joke... Then it's funny. Oh, it's just like one of those timed... It's like a comedy grenade. <laughs> yeah. I see what you've done there. It's a comedy grenade. With Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. The Absolute Radio listener top ten cabbie conversation starters are as follows. In at number ten. From John in Cobham, have you ever been to a wedding at a donkey sanctuary? Down two places at number nine. Booked a holiday yet this year? It's from Simon Riley. Up one place at number eight. Nice air freshener, <laughs> says Mike Houston. A non-mover at number seven. Sort out the tunes, pal, says Jack Rose. A new entry at number six. Darren, Laura and Luke all on their way back from Birmingham. What's your favourite episode of Top Cat? I like it. Up four places at number five. It was in the back of your cab last week, says Tonksy. A new entry at number four. Nameless of London. Crossrail, eh? Up one place to number three. Nameless of London. Mayor's ruined the streets with these no entries. Down one place at number two. Can you swing by Mackey's on the way? Says Sarah Nolan and thousands of the rest of us. Loads of you. And the number one cabbie conversation starter at number one is... From Scott in Farnborough and all of us. Time you on till, mate. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Quick update for something that uh, I brought to the attention of the show around about a fortnight ago. Do you remember the debacle that I brought you in on that was the electric toothbrush that my... (laughs) That my... Your face. I just... It still is unresolved for me. It's unresolved. Uh, that my wife and I shared. We shared a base, the electric toothbrush base. We just changed heads. But I was getting really annoyed that Natalie never charged it, so it would always die on my watch. This kind of blew up big time because I just couldn't believe that anyone would... That's not how electric toothbrushes are meant to be used. You don't have one base and five different heads or whatever. In our house, we've got an electric toothbrush each. I I maintain it's how they should be used, but I do maintain that uh, she should charge it more. Anyway, this (laughs) row spiralled to the state where Natalie went and bought her own independent electric toothbrush. We celebrate her liberation on the show, didn't we? She called in, which is fantastic. Well done, Natalie. Well, here we go. Here we go. Because last night, Terry and June style, there the two of us are, brushing our teeth 
over the sink. And what do you think happens? Oh, have a guess, audience. Yes, her toothbrush dies. Oh, come on. she hadn't charged her <laughs> toothbrush. And then she had the gall to ask to use mine. That, and surely you let her use no, it. No, I said no. That Brush is, your teeth with a dead toothbrush. You are out of control. No, standards. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Who are the British Transport Social Police you've heard spoken about? Well, it is a task force started by Bush and myself. The British Transport Police do fine work. Yes. But they they can't take care of people putting bags on seats. They can't take care of people sneezing loudly and sniffing on your way into work. Sniffers. But you can do, and that's why we have created the British Transport Social Police with a constitution published yesterday for all to follow. That's right, have a look on our Twitter feed or our Facebook page. We're building this constitution day by day. All of the rules and regulations that you send in, we'll be adding to the constitution. You can even get yourself your own British Transport Social Police badge. Uh, We got a tweet back yesterday from the British Transport Police Operational Support Unit, a verified account, saying this is something I feel we can all get behind. See, we're getting endorsement from the top brass. (laughs) Are we? Uh, so, Leanne Cassidy has tweeted to say, Guys, I've just witnessed someone brushing their hair and then cleaning the brush and then leaving the hair on the floor of the train. Help. That's horrendous. That goes in the hygiene section. And Leanne needs a badge. Yeah, she really does need a badge. Uh, Jonathan, referring to the tech section of the Constitution yesterday, uh, suggesting we need to add in the turning off of the clicky keyboard noises. Oh, my, that is, honestly, it seems to be only people over 65 leave the keyboard noises on their phone. <laughs> you can guarantee, right, if you see someone take their mobile phone out they've got a leather case for it they've got the ketones on absolutely nailed on uh, and Graham adding to the, the space and the environment around opening a window directly above where you are sat that's not fair oh my, yes someone else coming across leaning across you and opening that window oh it was honestly I, I had this with the bus the other morning someone opened the window in front of me it was like the uh, Scott expedition over in the Antarctic <laughs> uh, so listen uh, any other stuff you want to send in please get in touch 8 12 15 uh, in other news we're going to be inducting a member of the Absolute Radio team Mm. into the uh, British Transport Social Police because of their unyielding work in the evenings pointing out annoying behaviour and we're going to be meeting them and presenting them with a badge next. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Coldplay on Time. it's Bush and Ritchie. Thursday evening, sky full of stars and a star on the studio right now about to be inducted into the British Transport Social Police. That's right, British Transport Social Police, our very own uniform task force battling annoying behaviour on public transport uh, and we welcome to the studio the lovely Sarah Champion. I'm very excited about this, guys. It's a little bit like, uh, is it Police Academy where they... they, uh, they... Get a load of, enrol a load of new police yeah, officers. Do, yeah. A little bit like this. We've got a lectern and everything. Uh, <laughs> Champers, um, tell us about your experiences of uh, public transport and annoying behaviours or anything that kind of gets your goat. Yeah, do you know, genuinely, I think the thing that makes my blood boil more than anything else is something that occurs on public transport and it occurs very, very regularly, especially on the tube for some reason. It's when you go to get off, you go to disembark yeah. the vehicle, and there is somebody barging their way on that is not going to let you off before they get on. So, because the deal is you normally you just wait for everyone to get off. Of course, and that is common decency. But some people bolt on like a pig out of uh, a farmyard or something like that. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> 
<laughs> it genuinely makes me feel violent. And I, yeah. you know me, I'm quite a mild-mannered person. Very oh, mild-mannered. But yes. I will, I feel, oh. You did take a photo, though, of a, of a brilliant one the other night, which is uh, was was absolutely picked up on our radar for Richie and I. We're always on the lookout for new types of annoying behaviour. Sure. What, what did you see that you photographed for us? Last night? Yeah. So this was just a blatant disregard. This was contravening everything. <laughs> so, obviously, I mean, you know, I'd be lying if I said I haven't done this myself. Sometimes you sort of hope no one's going to sit next to you, right? So yeah. you might do a little spread, but in the full, you know, I'll, I'll move my bag if I need to. Of course I will. That's common yeah. decency. Yeah. Um, girl last night just did not care. <laughs> <laughs> not only did she have the bag on the seat, she had her feet up on the seat. Oh, well, that's what that's down. Straight away. <laughs> I think we've actually got the violation that's it's a part in of the Constitution. It's in it? there already, yeah. That's a Section 1 or a Section 2.2 at the yeah, very, very I think least. It's, uh, off the top of my head, it seats for a backside, not a shoe. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, there was a certain level of admiration. She just did not care. Well, we're going to give you this lovely uh, British Transport Social Police badge, uh, Champers, and we'd like to enrol you, induct you into the British Transport Social Police. You're now known from this point on as DCI Champers. Very it. high. DC straight Very in a DCI. Straight in as Detective in. Chief Thank Inspector. You. Higher in the top brass, Richie. Could you please pass the badge to Sarah? And <laughs> oh, it, it. We dropped the badge. How fitting. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sums his night up, really. If you would like to join the task force, so all you've got to do is text us in a rule now. 8, 12, 15. Champers is here from 7. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Supergrass on Absolute Radio. It's home time. Bush and Richie here with you until 7. Now, the other day, uh, we caught up with Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks. Lucky Us, stars of the very funny Lego Movie 2, which is out this weekend. Here's a chance to find out what happened. Chris Pat and Elizabeth Banks, uh, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, we're doing great. Feels good to be here in the UK. Lego Movie 2, isn't it great to see a, a toy from our childhood still going strong? Yeah, they, they're going to survive. They're going <laughs> to be all right. They're going to make it. They're a very innovative <laughs> toy. And I they mean, they, we, you know, now we have two incredible movies. I mean, it's obviously not just the, the films that are going well, but um, I've read that your kids love Lego. They do. I have two little boys and Chris has a, a son as well. Yeah. So the question is, do you you guys ever find it tempting to down tools and join them in as well? I can remember it's a couple like, of... It's like a family activity you've on got to do it, isn't it? afternoon. We yeah. all get on the floor and do it, yeah. A couple of Christmases ago, my little lad got a, a Lego train set, had three carriages. Christmas night, we built the first engine. He announces he's tired and then informs me, Dad, this has got to be built by the morning. And then you've got that pressure on, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> and you had to build it? I had to build it, yeah. Did you have any leftover pieces? That always happens to us. Yeah. Where you think like, uh-oh. Like, just put those over there. <laughs> Those existed. <laughs> but is there is there a toy from your childhood that you guys used to love that you think should should get its own movie? Like was the Evil Knievel movie? Oh, right. Stretch Armstrong. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Do you remember the Stretch Armstrong toy? Oh yeah. Oh, Stretch Armstrong. Didn't they made a Stretch, they made Armstrong, a Stretch Armstrong, Armstrong. I think. Uh, yeah. He Man. Happy yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. He Man. Yeah. I'm excited. She-Ra. She-Ra. I'm She-Ra. excited for all that. Mm-hmm. Are they making He Man and She-Ra? I think they are. Yeah. Come on, that'll they be are. good. Chris, you get to voice obviously Emmett, but also Rex. Yes. In this movie, cool. as someone who has always fancied myself as. Um, having a dab hand at accents. Mm-hmm. Could I ask how you deal with voicing the two? Because I always find it, if I do a good accent and then someone says, can you then do this? How genius are you, Chris? Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's a good question. And, and when I first started, it was tricky because my instinct was to do something 
that was similar to what Will Arnett does with Batman, to go low and gravelly and to be cool. And so trying to find something that was distinctly and, you know, different from Emmett, but also separated from what Will does with Batman. We tried a lot of different things. And I think at one point I was trying to make him Australian. And um, <laughs> I was certain that was going to work. And I had worked on this Aussie accent that was like kind of a, a ripoff of like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and I did it for him. And I was waiting for them to be like, slow clap. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, can we ask how Rex huh. could have sounded then? Huh. Yeah, oh, the alternative Rex. Like, it's going to be like... Rick Steinjebess. So it sounded a bit like that. <laughs> and uh, they were like, I don't think so. Where are you working you know, on these people voices? Think Chris Hemsworth came in and did it. Yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. And they were like, he, he passed, and so we don't want it to. We don't want his legal team to sue us. Exactly. <laughs> so that was our chat with Elizabeth and Chris, but it didn't stop Richie asking these Hollywood A-listers a very odd question about toothbrushes. Hear that after some new catfish and bottom, and he only went and did it. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Aerosmith and Walk This Way, you're listening to Home Time, and as promised, the moment you've all been waiting for, the most ridiculous question anyone has ever no, asked. No, it's not the most. It is unbelievable. Richie asked this to two Hollywood A-listers. Here's Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks. Congratulations on your new engagement. Oh, thanks. But this is a question that is valid to both of you, no matter what stage you are in your relationships. If you owned an electric toothbrush... Yes. Would... I heard laughter from someone. That's very unfair. It's a serious point. It's a serious serious point. point. Mm -hmm. Is it acceptable to own one electric toothbrush but change heads? So you are sharing the unit with your partner, but you are changing the heads. Elizabeth, that's not how they're meant to be used. I think it's totally fine. Really? Yes. I think it's fine and you don't even have to change the head. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of sums up all we need to do. Wait, what are you doing with the electric toothbrush? Let's just start there. The use is conventional. What's the context of the Oh, conventional use. Okay, in the mouth. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I, I think I think Hollywood has finally put this argument to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for ending this interview with clarification. <laughs> what a that. way for it to close. Yeah. Head to our Facebook and Twitter pages now to see the look on Chris and Elizabeth's faces as they were asked a toothbrush-based question by Richie Firth. You can see the look that is a moral victory. Uh, yeah, it's a small victory. No, it's a moral victory. I think they're as bad as you, that lot. Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Corrections and clarifications. Time for corrections and clarifications, the part of the show where you get to pick us up on pretty much anything. Uh, something that we're being picked up on right now, first of all, is from a podcast from last week's shows where we were talking about the ability for crocodiles to survive a nuclear explosion. Sorry, you were talking about crocodiles being able to survive a nuclear explosion. And I just took it at face value. <laughs> I just want to add. You're too trusting sometimes. Uh, Phil, who's uh, living in Perth, Australia, but is uh, very much a pom, as he puts it. Good lad. 
Uh, I think the answer to the above, uh, Mr. Firth was thinking about cockroaches, oh which can survive a nuclear well, I've explosion. I've heard that. I've heard that. I just thought this is new ground with the uh, crocodile thing. Not crocodiles. Uh, then, regarding saltwater and freshwater crocodiles, the salties are the bigger, more dangerous variety. They certainly can kill you. Been sighted on beaches near river estuaries. Freshwaters are smaller and less dangerous. Maybe Richie's facts should be subject, uh, subject to a red, amber and green traffic light system, depending on how certain he is. I think that is an amazing idea, because you do, and I've mentioned this before on the show, you'll say something that's grounded in fact, and that's fine, but then you'll get a little bit excited and you'll go that one step further and overstretch into territory where you can't be 100% sure, <laughs> but you present it as if you are 100% sure. So that would help me a hell of a lot if just a light went off in the background. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? OK, I'll have some buttons here that I can press for you so you can see. Or, if we can't get that going, what about a Richie Firth VAR? <laughs> oh, my God, I'd love that. Uh, Harry says, this is from a while ago. Do you remember we found this email folder full of emails people have sent us that we didn't realise we yeah. had? Harry says, Bush and Richie, put ice water in the top glass, pour hot water over the bottom glass. They should separate easily. Harry's talking about <laughs> our two free pint glasses we got sent into us. Uh, from uh, Speckled Hens. Speckled Hen, the uh, beer Old company. Old Speckled Hen. Old Speckled Hen. Uh, and they're still stuck together. We can't get them apart. <laughs> Thanks for that. Neither of us work behind a bar, ever. And Shay says, Guys, I'm a milkman, and today I was given £450 in tips. So, I don't know what that was about. I don't think that's a correction or clarification, is it? It's just a boast. <laughs> <laughs> Corrections, clarifications and boasts. If you want to get in touch with the show, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. You know what tomorrow is? What? Any other business, 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 <laughs> any other business. It's on. It <laughs> is on. <laughs> We've spent millions on a new theme tune for that, uh, and we're going to be singing it again uh, tomorrow. Don't forget, we do a load of uh, shout-outs and stuff for people who subscribe and listen to the podcast, or they've emailed us, hometimeabsoluteradio.co.uk. What has been nice, what has been nice, and I've noticed this during today's show, so I'm going to take the time to say thank you right now. We've thanked the listeners. I'd like to thank the podcasters as well. Uh, there yes. have been people who have uh, tweeted uh, congratulatory messages after... Uh, a sterling debut in the uh, the listening figures for uh, Bush and myself on Home Time. So thank you too to the podcasters who have sent those kind messages. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much for getting involved. And I always think our, our opening gambit that we've got in terms of a good set of uh, scores for the listening figures, a bit like, you know, when England did quite well at the beginning of the World Cup and everyone yes. thought... Yeah, we'll take that. But deep down, they thought, they're not that good. Just get off. <laughs> we'll take it whilst it's there. Uh, thank you so much. Mr Bill Bailey, please play us out on keys. It's the podcast.